I'm Josh, the guitar player slash singer. I'm RB, I play drums. I'm Sean and I play bass. We're from Red Deer, Alberta. Beauty, so let's let's start right there. Trashed Ambulance, where does that name come from? It feels like there must be a good story behind that. There really isn't, unfortunately. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. Um, pretty much just threw names together and uh, that's what we came up with. So what were those other names that didn't make the list? Uh, Dirty Band-Aid. Dirty Um, (laughs) Band-Aid. What else is there? I didn't have any parts. I didn't have any part of this at all. (laughs) Booze Cruise, but it was already taken. (laughs) Yeah, it was already trademarked. (laughs) That's his old band, bass players. (laughs) Yeah, you guys seem to be in a lot of bands, like uh, especially you, Josh. Uh, You come from Chimp Change, right? That's right. I did play in Chim Change. And uh, another life. Yeah, I mean, talk about how that ended. Why did that end? Uh, this real jerk off of the. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you can say whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> no, he's not actually. It's, he's actually the drummer of uh, our other band, me and Sean's other band, Loser Points. Okay. He uh, decided he was going to move to Dubai for work, so we didn't have a drummer, and we were lazy and just didn't get another one. So okay. <laughs> that's why that band ended. So why start a new band instead of just kind of, you know, finding a new drummer like you obviously did uh, to start <laughs> I didn't make band. the cut for loser points. <laughs> <laughs> or why, did, why didn't we just... Yeah, why didn't you just, yeah, keep, keep that going and keep that catalog of I songs going? We just kind of just decided to, kind of just fell out of contact with the bass player and then just kind of decided to go another route. Loser Points is another one of your bands. Um, I'm always a little bit amazed when you got a guy that plays in two different bands, and I'm assuming you're kind of principal songwriter for both? No, you'd be wrong. Oh, this okay. This guy is actually the, the Loser Points guy. Okay. Sean. So, like, at what point do they become, like, like do you write for, um, for Trash to Ambulance as well? I do not. Uh, you do not. <laughs> okay. So is there ever a time where maybe, Sean, you write a song, or Josh, you write a song, and... You know, either or is like, ah, that's better for the other band or like what what defines a trashed ambulance song versus a loser point song? On the inside scoop side of things, we used to both write for loser points before I joined Trashed Ambulance. That is very inside. And then when I joined Trashed Ambulance, Josh used to sing probably about half the songs in loser points because I made him because I was lazy. And then when I joined Trashed Ambulance, um, we made a conscious decision to have him stop singing in Loser Points. So I started singing the songs that he sang in the set. And Trash Ambulance, he, they had an old bass player that used to sing songs. And they trashed those out of the set. <laughs> that, come on, man. That was on purpose. <laughs> and uh, so Trash kind of just took all the songs that Joss sung. Loser Points, I sing all of them. And as far as writing goes, I think if you l- just listened to both bands and didn't know who was in it, you'd have no idea it was the same guys. Really? So what, what, what's the difference between the two, uh, two styles of music? Loser Points is harder for sure. Okay. It's a little kind of... Sean's angrier than me. I sing about friendship and stuff. <laughs> he sings about hating his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, loser or uh, trash to ambulance gets a lot more girls and people in general to their shows. Yeah, <laughs> loser points. You get more is humans. A, loser points is a little harder side of the punk rock cookie. Okay, so are you guys all from Red Deer? Did you guys grow up there? Or did you guys move there? No, 
None of us. None. Okay. I'm, I'm from Saskatchewan. So is Ryan. So let's go down the line. Ryan, you're from where in Saskatchewan are you? I'm from, from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Okay, the I big was city. There, yeah. The big city. Yeah. And you? I'm from a little podunk town called Hudson Bay. Okay. Saskatchewan. Hudson Bay. Is that yeah, where they make all the, the clothing? Bay. Not the <laughs> bay. Okay. And it's uh, nothing to do with the clothing shop either. Uh, okay. And uh, Sean? <laughs> There's no bay. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Yellowknife. Northwest Territories represent. Northwest Territories. <laughs> yeah. For real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So tell me why each of you moved to Red Deer, like of, of all places. Was it work? Was it family? Money. Money? <laughs> yeah, ditto. Red Deer College let me go there. Okay. <laughs> that was the only acceptance letter you got? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys find each other then? I mean, you know, three guys from total, well, four. Do I you have find them annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm answer. starting there to see that. There is a fourth. That. He's uh, building a fence right now. Okay. That's important. Yeah. So he's going to pretty much come and play and head back and continue building a fence. Okay. Answer the question, please, sir. <laughs> what was the question? Thank you, Sean. How do we find each other? <laughs> I knew there'd be a moderator in the group. <laughs> like, how did we meet? Yeah, like, I mean, you guys come from nowhere near each other, really. And uh, you guys <laughs> meet in some small little place like Red Deer. Uh, Kijiji. For K- Remy and Ryan. Like, like, uh, uh, bef- like before it was Tinder? Like a, like a dating? <laughs> man seeking man. <laughs> It always comes back to that joke. It always comes back. That's always what I want to say. Yeah, we hung out like ten times before I knew he played drums. Okay, so that's why I'm trying to sell pickups on Kijiji, and I only get hot girls messaging me. <laughs> Local singles in your area. I can tell the story of how I got into the band. Sure, it was not Kijiji or Grinder. Okay, Grinder. So is, is an app called Ozone? No. So I've been in Red Deer a while, and I'd been to the the Trash Ambulance shows. And they're like good or whatever. I thought they played too long all the time. So you're a bit of a super fan. Well, <laughs> no, I had super a critic. L- super critic. A limited amount of friends, and they're all in trash ambulance. So gotcha. It was, the, it was the one band. It was the one band where Sean didn't stare at his phone while they were playing. <laughs> well, he did for, but half of it only. When, when, of all of when it. someone else sang. <laughs> so, I play bass. And I felt that I had a, a lot to offer this band on bass, but they had a bass player. So we took these guys to an electro pop show in Red Deer. I'm surprised uh, there electro, are electro, electro pop slash goth. Yeah. It was like Depeche Mode. Wow. This was your way of, of well, swooning them? Of? No, I got them really drunk. I made us all join hands and accept me into the band. Really? They didn't. (laughs) That is a true story. That sounds terrifying. They didn't believe that I wanted to join, so I had to convince them. (laughs) Had to convince them through electro pop and Jagger shots. And what happened later that night, Ryan? Uh, I don't remember. (laughs) I think you threw up, maybe. Oh, I didn't throw up. I guarantee you woke up that. on your daughter's coach. I you? woke up at my daughter's <laughs> house. Yes, that's the night. No idea how I got there. <laughs> With no idea how I got there. So have you guys all been playing in bands since you were young? Or is this, you know, something that you picked up later in life? Everybody's Sarah? got talent but me. But you. I played in, well, cover punk bands and stuff in high school, but didn't get anything really going until I moved to right here. Okay. I've played in several notorious bands, including Booze Cruise, Illegal Relations, and Ted's Assassination, and a short stint in Sky's Kill. Shameless plug. For none of them. <laughs> Are they on Spotify? 
Where no, can you find those I don't. I, I don't believe you can find them anywhere. <laughs> Booze Cruise discography is available on Bandcamp. So, so what's that scene like in Red Deer? Just paint a, a bit of a picture. I mean, I always assume smaller, smaller yeah, you're, sort you're of centers. <laughs> you know, don't have a big scene. Is that is that the case? Uh, there's a lot of music going on, but as far as like the stuff we're playing, it's pretty much that's why. There's this other band called Loser Points. They're doing the punk <laughs> thing too. But shout out to Alberta Crop Dusters. Yeah. Friends of ours, they got a band going. So are there are there shows? Are there people putting on shows? Are there yeah. bands coming through? There are a ridiculous amount of shows for what Red Deer is. Yeah. All the big bands seem to be coming in, and all the bands in town seem to get to play those shows. So, so is, it, is it easy to survive as a band in a place like Red Deer, or do you guys find that you have to commute we a gotta, lot to other places? we got to head out. We only play every couple months, and, you know... Attendance is hit or miss. Maybe we, we should we have shows. We went on a streak where we played Red Deer a lot at the beginning of the year, though. Those were good shows. That's true. So you guys have been a band since 2014. Boring since 2014. Right. Boring. That's right. <laughs> um, and you have had a, a few lineup changes. How does a band uh, survive that many lineup changes in just uh, a couple of years? <laughs> Yeah, we just had to upgrade our firmware. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> just kidding, guys. <laughs> if you're listening, I hope they're not. But I mean, does there does there come a point where it's like, should we just scrap this? Should we keep going? I mean, how many original members are still left in the? Me in the and band? Ryan are the OGs. Okay, and so yeah, does there does there come a point where it's like, well, maybe we should scrap this and start something new, or or is it easy to just kind of find uh, find new guys and? And go to cult meetings and pick them up. <laughs> this is such a different line of questioning from why didn't you keep chimp change going? <laughs> <laughs> I like to mix it up, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of do. We do got something else going, so. But as far as trash, we're kind of slowly getting a name for ourselves. I don't think you guys were ever in doubt, though, because whenever trash was going through memory changes, it was always when a record was coming out, wasn't it? <laughs> so it's kind of had to nut up and get someone in there. Especially guitar players. Yeah. <laughs> so being in a uh, being in a band from Red Deer, do you guys come to Calgary a lot, or uh, do you go up to yeah, Edmonton? I mean, it's kind of a nice central spot that you can kind of go either bigger city. Uh, as far as trash goes, we haven't been to Calgary much. As far as playing, this is only we played a house party once, right? Yeah, this is really our first. This is really our first show in Calgary. Legit. Yeah. yeah. And you're in a bowling alley. Yeah. Have you played a lot of Punk shows in bowling, bowling alleys? We've been telling everyone. We got Just on the like Josie and the Pussycats opening scene. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to paint that picture. Oh, well, Josie and the Pussycats, the movie, yeah. the opening credits, they got this like big rock star kind of filming of them playing and playing a song. And then the credits end and the lights come on and they're in a bowling alley and no one's paying attention to them. So like they're telling, they're like, thanks, local bowling so alley. That's kind of how you foresee the show happening tonight. Well, <laughs> if we're lucky. It's not my first rodeo in a bowling alley. The, the bowling alley in Yellowknife used to have a bar. And we didn't play in the bowling alley, but we played the bar next door. And any bands that were underage had to bowl instead of listen to the other bands. You sound like the most worldly of the group. Christ, it's just Yellowknife, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long He's ways from around. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've played everywhere from Victoria to Quebec City. So, um, Ryan, have you been in bands before, or is this your first band uh, that, that you've been in? Uh, this is pretty much my first legit band, anyway. Yeah, yeah. and when, like, when did you start playing drums? 
<laughs> later uh, in life, he, earlier in life. that. Yeah, I I just fooled around on drums a little bit. I was a guitarist. <laughs> I, I was a I was a guitarist, vocalist, just a home hobby kind of thing. And I always hated drummers, so I decided I'd want to be one. Really, you hated them, so you wanted to be one. Yeah, they never did what I wanted them to Join do. The so enemy. I I tried to yeah do what I wanted them to do. So what's that experience been like? Uh, I mean, you say you're the least talented member of the band, um, just the newest. Like I don't have the experience that these guys have for sure. So I get I get super nervous for all the shows, and yeah, it's actually quite annoying. Let me interject here. Are we allowed to swear? You can do whatever you want. This guy's a fucking rock back there. He is salt as fuck. He, as a bass player, he is such an easy drummer to lock into. So don't don't buy the bullshit that he's selling about not being good or whatever. Listen to the record. The proof's in the pudding. Appreciate it. Is there a Available hug coming? On Thousand Islands Records. Available on Thousand Island Records. Yeah, so how does that come come about? Did uh, Were any of your other bands signed to, to record labels, or is this the first band that's been signed to a record label uh laser points was on one but we don't need to talk about that it didn't work uh, out no <laughs> not at all but, uh, uh this guy he runs a blog called punk normal activity and i do a podcast for them and write articles for them and stuff so he's got to talking and he puts out a lot of skate punk so it was a good fit i feel is that Ryan? Is that a help for, for the band? Like, I mean, you know, uh, what kind of capacity is the record company working for you guys? A lot of money. Yeah. They, they give us just tons and tons of money. Like swimming pools. Week after week, just it rolls in. I don't yeah. even know why you're going to Colorado for work when you're making this much money. That's a good point. When I saw the Bentley pull up, I thought, well, maybe <laughs> Thousand Island's the place to be. Thanks, Bruno. <laughs> uh, he's really good at, uh, like, promotion and stuff is why we got on with him, so... So does we're that really lazy about stuff like that. Does and that they fucking love us. That's true. You legit <laughs> like cheerleader They legit band. love us for sure. They're great people, honestly. Do they uh does it take a lot of kind of the the onus on you guys in terms of touring and and getting records out and stuff like that where you don't have to do as much yourself? Uh the record part definitely. <sighs> I mean, if we wanted to tour out east, they'd set it up in a heartbeat, but hasn't come up yet. Well, and we're old, and yeah. we don't we don't really have. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I think it's just one, I'm right? Old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we work and shit, and uh, yeah, that's kind of you know obviously interferes a little bit with touring and anything like that. But we definitely at some point I think want to at least do take a holiday and a punk rock holiday, if you will. Yeah, does that get tougher? Like as you know, we age, you know, when you're, when you're in your early twenties and, uh, or late teens, you know, it's easier to just pack well, up and hit the road. I don't have any kids yet. It gets easier when you're older cause you're smarter. Yeah. Oh yeah. We did grimy ass touring when we were young, <laughs> like sleeping in the van, like just not showering at community centers once a week. And then we started getting smarter and we started spending our money on hotels instead of beer. It gets easier when you're older because you're not as dumb. <laughs> so you guys have a, a brand new EP that just came out, right? And That's right. Where was this one? Your first record was recorded in your studio, if I'm correct. Yep, Overserve Studios, TM. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, now this one, where was that one recorded? Same place. I just, oh, we just yeah? got a little better. <laughs> really? That's right. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I'd, I'd heard uh, an interview with you uh, somewhere else where, you know, you talked about the fact that, you know, you just weren't super proud of, of that recording. And now you've come into something where, you know, I mean, it, it, it sounds a lot different. It's a lot more polished. What, 
I mean, uh, did you record other bands in between that time to, to help you learn the recording process? Oh, uh, yeah, I did, and just practice, and I don't know. My metronome wasn't broken. <laughs> what metronome? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so does that song have some truth to it? Then? Absolutely. It was written about me. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been an awkward moment. Did it take you a long time to figure oh, no, it, it out? it happens all the time. Josh <laughs> writes about all his friends. <laughs> So, uh, in the short time you guys have been together, what's the most memorable show you guys have played? I mean, you haven't played uh, this one yet, so. Yeah, this one's up there, I hope. <laughs> I, know, I know it's sassy for you, Ryan. It's always the same. Well, there's so many. Like, Belfast was one of the sickest nights ever. But if you, uh, if you, yeah, playing with my heroes face-to-face was probably at least my epic moment. I think uh, I wasn't in the band yet, but I think uh, playing the Scott Block Theater in Red Deer uh, with loser <laughs> points had to be a career highlight for Trash Ambulance. Yeah, loser points comes back over and over, hey? <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> and uh, for you? Face to Face is really good. I'd say we played with the Real McKenzie's a couple days after uh, St. Paddy's Day. That was a super fun one. I want to say that was with our recent lineup, but <laughs> that's a lie. So oh, it's Ozone. Fun. Yes, we swapped out guitar players since then. Oh, okay. So you have a new guitar player? Yeah. And has he played any shows with you yet? Yeah, our little mini tour we did a couple weeks ago where we partied like teenagers and then <laughs> I got sick. Yeah, the Real McKenzie show was actually really interesting because a year a year prior to that show, literally to the day, we, we seen the Real McKenzie's just as a band, didn't open or anything like that, and just hanging out as friends and... Um, I said to the boys that, you know, this is this is the group of people that we should be playing in front of. And lo and behold, one year to the day, literally, we opened for the band. So it was pretty sick. He did say that. <laughs> Moderator, once again. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Fact check. <laughs> he said it to Sean, even though Sean wasn't in the band. He said, That's you exactly will be playing right. with us. I was there. <laughs> so you've been in bands, uh, you know, as in years past. Is it easier to survive as a band now, or uh, is it harder to survive as a band now? I mean, there's been a lot of changes in the music industry uh, over the years. Is it? Has, do those it's, changes? It's easier to get your music out there, but harder to get people to actually buy it. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Do you make shirts on the side too? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like legit the best time to be in a band ever right now. Yeah. It's so easy to get people to listen. Like, uh, I remember when we were kids. I remember. I, I, yeah, I remember when we were kids and we had this outboard microphone on a boom box and we put it in the, get the corner of the jam room that sounded the best. And just we record it live, and then the friggin' bass player in the band would take it to a party and play it. It's like, dude, you don't need to do that shit, man. Just post on Facebook, spam your friends. It's so fucking easy now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So what's what's the goal for the band uh, going forward? I mean, you guys have been together three years. It sounds like you've done a lot in three years. Um, where do you guys plan? Where do you guys see the band? You know, moving forward. Stadiums. Stadiums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Headlining an Ecuador tour. Oh yeah. No. Is that where you're no. going? No, I'm going to Nicaragua. Oh, by yourself? I'm just going there for a wedding. Okay, but where where does it, where does the band go from? I mean, are there plans? Are it's there hopes and dreams? Just keep recording music. I want to play some festivals if we can. Yeah, like I'd like to play Pooza Fest. I think that one's attainable. Ryan. Yeah, uh, Josh is a slave driver for making music, so the guy's got 150 demos in queue right now to release. So. 
recording music, playing shows, just ch- keep trying to get her name out. All I get is a text every day. Sean, can you come play this bass? Sean, come play this bass. Can you do this song? Can you do this song? It's insane. Lucky I love a block away. <laughs> <laughs> so just just talking about that, I mean, uh, does that process get hard to, to make those cuts for the record when you've got maybe not 150, but a lot of, a lot of demos? Not no, really. the 150 number is legit. Yeah? It's not legit. <laughs> it's like 145. Okay. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> like, does it become a band process to kind of decide which songs, or does that kind of fall to you? It absolutely Josh? is not a band process. <laughs> I did not see the track listing until it was released. Because you weren't in the band. We already had the songs recorded. I recorded on this record. I know, but they were. you just replaced the bass. Yeah, but it wasn't released. I didn't see the track listing until it came out. You didn't even listen to it until it came out. Valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Sean doesn't get a he's say. Like, he's like, when is this album out? I want to listen to it. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't have a CD player. Yeah, dude, I was checking Spotify for like two weeks before it came out. <laughs> so how does, the, how does the podcast start for you, Josh? Why did you, why did you start a podcast? Uh, it's because I was right. Like I said, I was doing interviews, like right, written interviews and stuff before. Yeah. <laughs> And I did a podcast with him before. Okay. We didn't fail to get a lot of traction, but it had potential. (laughs) We had a couple hardcore fans, like literally two. I listened. So is it more of an interview style podcast? Yeah, what I do is I do two interviews usually per show and then just a random playlist of other punk rock songs. What's kept you guys in punk rock, you know, for for this long in your lives? I mean, a lot of people kind of... Fade in, fade out of uh, of punk rock music, but you guys seem to be, you know, just picking up steam and keep going. What what's kept you in punk rock? I took a little breather on it in high school. It was a little bit overplayed for a while, but in high school, yeah, like later years, just every party was like Bob playing nonstop. It and just kind of <laughs> got a little annoyed with it. So sounds like a good party to me. <laughs> <laughs> just got old, but I don't know. Punk rock just always seemed to speak to me. The shows are usually affordable to go to and a good time. Yeah. Metal's a little bit too heavy for me. Ryan likes it, though. See if you can weave Pearl Jam into the sands of Ryan. I've got a little more diverse, I guess, uh, uh, taste in music, but punk rock's been my thing since I was in grade nine, and that's a fucking long time ago. Punk is the best music, Mike Drop. (laughs) Thank you for not actually dropping the mic. What is that, (laughs) Great music played by sloppy drunk musicians or something like that. That's Pretty certainly accurate. true for him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's go down the line because we uh, uh, our podcast is based on top five lists. Uh, so I wanted to know what top five bands influence you today. So Josh, we'll start with you. Oh, you even warned me about this. I did um, warn you. Yeah, which I is, didn't get warned. <laughs> oh yeah, Josh. I forgot to pass it on. <laughs> well, you're going to be on the spot then. You you've got about. Mm, I, I, I'd say Josh can do it in a minute. So you got about a minute to think on it. Do we want serious answers? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> serious ones. I'd say Lagwagon, No Use for Name, Face to Face, Bad Religion, and the Nielsen's. Is, yeah. is that another one of Sean's bands? No, oh. <laughs> friends of ours from Edmonton that are just just recorded a new album. Okay, that should drop in the next four years. <laughs> Knowing them. You, I was a I was a hardcore fan a little bit, but unfortunately none of them really make the list. I don't think so. Like I'm very similar to Josh. It would be like Strung Out, um, Bad Religion, Lagwagon, um, 
uh, I got into punk rock listening to the Smalls, believe it or not, and probably uh, no use for a name be up there. This is Sean speaking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear this answer. Band one. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please not spoil band number two before I get to it, Ryan? <laughs> band number one, Muse. Band number two. Black flag. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Quite a swing. Band number three. Bad religion. Band number four. Drake. <laughs> Drake makes the list. Is Drake a band? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's just Why not? A dude. Well, he's a dude. Artist, musician. Artist. I'll give it to you. And he literally yeah. influences. He, he does. <laughs> Dude, just how prolific he is and just how often he's pumping out music. Like, if you're not taking a page from his book, like, dude, he's been on, like, the Billboard top ten list for, like, a hundred weeks straight or something retarded like that. If you're not taking a page from Drake's book, you're not paying attention. So, number five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Sly is a solo artist. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, no, no Bruce Springsteen? Are you a big Boss fan? Well, you know, Bruce Springsteen's my all-time favorite, but I couldn't honestly say that he influences my songwriting or my playing. Fair enough. Well, uh, good luck with the show tonight, guys. Uh, thanks for doing this, and uh, good luck with the uh, the years to come. Trash thanks Ambulance. Thanks for having us, Thanks man. for having us. Wow.